as we begin, I have a favor. I would like to ask you to use your imagination just for a few moments. I want you to imagine yourself in Bangladesh. You're walking into a rural village. Let's say there's 2,000 people that live in this village. 100% of the people before your very eyes, they have never even heard the name of Jesus. And you're going there to share Jesus with these people. And you're also going there to start a house church in that very village. What is that like? What kind of person do you have to be to do that? You would be called a Bangladesh church planner. Who are you really? What are you really like? That's what we are going to explore today. Welcome to the 360 Serve podcast. I'm Mark Tyler, president of 360 Serve. 360 Serve is about a new way to do missions. We help you support indigenous church planning pastors at $50 per month, sending them into full-time gospel ministry. Indigenous church planting pastors, they live in their country, they know their language and culture, and they're very effective in reaching their own people for Christ. Today, we are witnessing a powerful turning to Christ, and indigenous church planting pastors, they're leading the charge. We do these episodes to share with you the stories about the amazing impact you're having as a result of hundreds of you who are supporting hundreds of these indigenous church planting pastors in many of the least reached countries in our world today. So thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your support. I hope you've been enjoying getting to know Pastor B, our church planting movement leader from Bangladesh. So who are these church planters? What are they like? Let's jump into that right now. Well, thanks for being with us again. We're here with Pastor B from Bangladesh. I hope you've been enjoying getting to know Pastor B. I mean, he is a dear brother. I've known him for years. Pastor B, how are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing good. Thank you so much. Bring me back to our people so we can share each other. Thank you. Yes. Well, today we're going to talk about really what is the heart of what 360 Serve is about what we do in the nations and especially in Bangladesh. And that's really about the church planners. These, uh, you know, courageous souls that just go into these unreached areas where people have never heard of Jesus and they evangelize and they plant churches, they start churches. And these are precious people. They're unique people. They're called of God. And, um, Boy, we've been learning all about the culture of Bangladesh and the challenges of what it's like to even be a Christian there, let alone a church planner, going into these unreached areas. But Pastor B, we want to just give you time to talk about their lives. But let, let's start with just what does it take to be a church planner in Bangladesh? I mean, you're the movement leader of church planners. What does it take to be a church planner serving alongside you in the movement of God reaching Bangladesh for Christ? Hey, first of all, I want to say that, you know, Bangladesh is a country where there is 180 million people. So there is a huge need to plant the churches, bring the gospel to all over Bangladesh. In this point, we found that there is a huge need to sending pioneer missionaries whom we call church planters. So what we do uh, whenever we plant the churches, we identify the local leaders who are capable, good life, good believers have a courage of sharing the gospel, like how Jesus changed his own life he want to share with others. So that's the main qualification, I will say. But also, who can adopt different people's group, who can ready to go any situation, any places, who are ready 
to uh, plant new churches who feel that I have a um, encouragement to see a great joy when people accept Christ and planting new churches. And also we uh, use the biblical principles from uh, Timothy, Second Timothy, how Paul says that what would be look like a, um, uh, you know, um, Christian leader's life, those kind of things we bring out. But we give the priority light. They have a commitment to plant a new churches and see a multiplications. So that's looked like the main um, qualification for the church planters. Yeah. You know, uh, you've also, we talked about a lot of the challenges that church planters face, just that you face. Are there any particular, you know, just challenges that you want to point out right now as you just think about, you know, the typical church planner and as they're just beginning, you know, what are some of those challenges that they face in their life? Uh, you may uh, imagine like in Bangladesh, is a uh, country where is uh, earning source is very limited. So whom we want to send as a church planters, they really don't have alternative income so they can survive. So first challenge actually we face to help them financially. So uh, we pray and uh, we find people like uh, they can primarily uh, help as a seed money so they can go in a place where they can live, they can have some food and they can continue serve the community. So this is the main uh, places where we feel challenges. So that $50 a month that we provide for your church planners, you know, to send them, that's a huge thing. Is that correct? You know, I don't know how I put the language in English to explain our gratitude, our thanks and our um, our expressions. But this is really, really mean a lot because a family of pioneer church planter, they can survive with this gift. They can have. Uh, food they can have their children little educations and also they can feed feed themselves and they can daily uh, share the gospel in uh, new villages where have no churches no believers nothing is there so it's really really mean a lot and we are really really thankful and uh, you know every month i know when they get the support in their hand they're smiling and they kneel down to the Lord and they says, Lord, we are thankful for the supporter who are sending this gift for us because because of that, we are able to plant a new churches. Because of that, we are able to share the gospel to others. So that kind of expression I can share um, mm. uh, regarding the support of $50, you know. Yeah. Well, it's our honor. It really is, Pastor B. What a joy that we can partner these are our brothers and sisters, you know, that we're going to spend eternity with. And when you look at Scripture, just the pattern that we have all through the Bible uh, is is just when it comes to giving, a high percentage of the times that uh, if you add up all the giving, the recipients of giving in the New Testament, it's like 79% of all the verses about giving are about Christians supporting other Christians that are persecuted to help advance the gospel in their area of the world. And uh, the other, I think, what is it, 21% uh, is uh, going toward uh, regardless of their spiritual orientation. It's just the poor in general. 
So that's an amazing uh, revelation in the Word of God. And so what a privilege for us to support uh, and partner with you in this great work that's happening in Bangladesh. So, hey, let's let's jump into things with just putting a face and a name on some of these church planners. And some of you that may be listening right now, you may be supporting some of these that Pastor B is going to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) And I know them personally. I love these brothers. And uh, let's talk about uh, Pastor Paul. Why don't you talk about him for a little bit? First of all, I want to uh, say thank you for the supporters and the listeners who are supporting, even who have no opportunity yet to support, but there is a great opportunity you can uh, support. Uh, you know, Brother Paul, uh, we actually changed his name because of the security and other issues, you know, Pastor Mark. So he was formerly imam in a mosque and uh, God changed his life. And he says, how can I stop myself not to share the gospel with others? Uh, but uh, he loses his job. He don't have earning source because before he was imam, so he can earn the money from the mosque, you know. So we find a great need and we uh, talk to Pastor Mark and we start to support these brothers. And now he become a great missionary among the Muslim community with uh, many kind of people group like Bihari people group, also Muslim people's group. And he able to share um, to many and he able to plant uh, many churches. Also he disciple his uh, disciple whom are also planting the churches. So this is a great joy how um, they are doing. Actually, I visited uh, him last week and I, I saw uh, him. I take a small video and I send you, uh, you remember. Mm-hmm. And he actually planted a new church last month and they are going to donate a um, land to build a um, churches. And uh, we are praying that Pastor uh, Peter can uh, expand his kingdom. And because of your support, he freely able to work. He freely able to travel neighborhood and share gospel every day. So he says, thank you so much for your generosity and thank you so much for your support uh, for his church planting uh, work. Uh, he greatly appreciate what you are doing. So he basically uh, planting churches among the Muslim people groups. Yeah. So Pastor Peter and Pastor Paul, they're two pastors that Pastor B and I know. Uh, and what, you know, we're kind of using their names right now. But a former imam is like a teacher, a pastor in the Muslim, you know, tradition and religion. And his story of how he came to Christ. Tell a little bit, just how did he come to Christ briefly for our listeners, uh, Pastor Paul, how he came to Christ? He was actually a great persecutor for the Muslims as imam in a mosque because even if he hear any Muslim uh, group uh, connected with the Christians, he become very, very angry. So he always tried to persecute it to the Christians. But one day, uh, through one of our uh, brothers, he get the New Testament and he started to read. And uh, when he was reading, uh, he found himself like maybe wherever he is reading, it's writing about himself. So he was very, very <laughs> saddened that why actually this book is written about myself. So he started to try uh, to escape himself. But again, he goes to and reading. And one day he feel that I need to know more. So he was trying to a Christian people. He found 
But those Christian guy knows that he's a persecutor. So he was trying to run away. He says, no, 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 don't run away. Uh, I, I really want to have some questions. So he stand there and he says, what happened? He says this, he says, okay, I'll introduce someone. He can answer your questions. So that's the way he um, meet one of our church planters and he able to disciple him, share the gospel. He accept Christ, he baptized. And then there was a lot of persecution in his life also. So he moved from his village uh, to another city. Three years he was hiding himself and finally he able to come back now his own area. And he testimonies himself that he's a believer. He is a following Christ. So that's why we are giving his name Paul because how God changed Paul's life in the Bible, same way his yeah. life changed in here. Yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, all of these church planners, pastors, they're amazing, Pastor B. I just, their smiles. I mean, I. this is the one thing you're not seeing as you're listening is just the joy of Jesus is so apparent in all of their lives as they go back to these Muslim communities and share Christ. They have been transformed and people see it and it's powerful and I know God is using them. Let's talk about Pastor Sam. I remember meeting Pastor B. You took me. Uh, you, uh, we were in the middle of nowhere. I mean, way out in the jungle area, and I didn't know where we were going. And we come around this corner, and there is this group of people that were so beautiful. There were like a hundred plus people that this one pastor had led to Christ, and his church at that point was under a tree. Mm-hmm. And we were coming there to baptize them and give them their first Bible, all these brand new believers. And it just was an amazing sight that I'll never forget. And so tell us a little bit about Pastor Sam and just, you know, this guy, I, I mean, he's led, what, thousands to Christ, right? I mean, he just is an evangelist, but a beautiful pastor. And tell a little bit about his life. Well, uh, Pastor Sam is an amazing church planter, And as you mentioned that he able to baptize around more than thousand people. And recently what happened, he moved a new area, like he able to plant uh, more than 20 churches, I will say, uh, where he was formerly. Now he found another area uh, from 30 kilometers away from his uh, previous place. And he feel that uh, there is a church planting movement need to establish there. And uh, if you uh, remember, I sent you a picture, I think last week, that we went there, we buy chair tables and set up new offices for him because he found a places where have no churches. So recently he moved that places and he have a targeted like this year he is going to uh, plant more than 10 churches, baptize more than 500 believers. So this is his uh, targeted. And he's an amazing church planter, I will say like, he loves church planting. Like if you push an injection in your body, it will come blood. And if you push an injection to uh, Pastor Sam's heart, it will come church planting, I would say. <laughs> like his whole heart is a wow. church planting, you know. He cannot think other things rather than church planting. So he's an amazing brother. Thank you so much for your support for uh, his family. And um, please pray for him. He is in a new places where I have no churches, but he has started to uh, make communication, make friendship and going every day. Uh, thank you so much, Pastor Mark. Like yeah. you raised funds for his oh, motorbike. Yeah. But I need to ask you, please pray for he needs some more fuel. 
for uh, traveling many villages to flat churches. Sam is an amazing guy who yeah. lead many people's life to the Christ. Not only that, but he also trained more than 10 new evangelists who can able to charge planters. Yeah. You know, we, we don't talk about this a lot, but uh, we also help, uh, as people feel led, you know, build churches. And uh, one of the churches we did help build was for Pastor Sam. Most of the churches that, you know, we start around the world are house churches. They're in a, in a, in a house. But typically, uh, and this is a little off topic, but I'll just give this real quick. There's typically a mother church that is planted that out of that, then you can help a movement uh, plant, you know, dozens and dozens of house churches, but you need kind of that mothership and Pastor Sam's church. So we will often help build physical churches. Uh, and Pastor Sam's church is, how many can fit in it, Pastor B? Uh, now it can fit uh, more than 150, I think. Yeah, 150 people. And uh, we had a beautiful couple, uh, you know, that literally just themselves, you know, supported and gave the funds to build Pastor Sam's church. And now I get to tell him he's no longer there. <laughs> yeah, but uh, he, he's you going know, elsewhere. Uh, he he make ready three other locations. Like uh, yeah. he's an amazing guy. What yeah. he did, uh, he he told me last week when I was visiting, like there is a three land donated by the local uh, mm. church planters and he's praying to build a small uh, church building. So you can yeah. pray about it. You can encourage our listeners that if anyone, because in Bangladesh, we need some physical churches because of the persecution. Yeah. Made of the persecution, if you have a church building, then government can recognize, okay, you are a Christian, you need a protection, you know, that kind of such things. So that's why we believe church building, building is not a church. But it's still, it's needed sometime. <laughs> yep. Amen. That's good. Well, let's talk about, is it Pastor Bob Lu? Uh, Pastor Bob Lu is a man, amazing church planter also. You know, uh, in our movement, we believe that uh, we need to reaching the every people group, every um, language group so they can accept Christ. So uh, Brother Bob Lu is actually adopted uh, more than five uh, people's group. Uh, Kol, Koda, Shantali, Pahari, and uh, Rajbongshi, you know. So he able to plant uh, five new churches, totally unreached, unengaged people group, where has no churches previously. But through our brother, Bablu, I, I am really, really encouraged. And you are encouraged for supporting Bablu because this is a place, no churches, no Bibles, uh, never known Jesus Christ. So he able to plant the churches among those kind of people's group. This is very easy how I'm uh, explaining you. But when I went there, I found that was very, very challenging. But these brothers, day and night work, even he stay with them a couple of nights, their villages, sleep with them, make the friendship. And as a result, now we have five churches among wow. them. And uh, we are praying to see uh, five other more villages to be reached and they have a good plan uh, he is planning to reaching uh, 30 new villages uh, surrounding his area so wow. coming year maybe more church will be planted through bablu leadership wow. thank you so much i mean this guy i've not met him i don't believe i have um but five different people groups we're talking five different languages too right pastor b exactly i mean 
that's an amazing thing <laughs> to be able to speak five different languages. This guy, you know, God's given him the gift of tongues, the real gift of tongues. Yeah. I mean, that no, brilliant he, he has guy. a skill, actually. He has a skill because he grown with those people's group, actually. So he wow. learned more than seven uh, languages. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Church planners, just so you know, yeah, these guys, they're courageous, but they are brilliant. I mean, these are guys that could make it in the business world. They could make it in other, you know, areas, but you get to know them. They're just, I mean, to survive and do what they're doing, they're highly gifted. And and Pastor B, we haven't gotten into this, but they're highly trained too. You pour into them and train them greatly. And uh, they're amazing people. They really are. Talk about Pastor O'Neill. Uh, yeah. Uh, that was my point to bring you back because when you are saying like they're amazing gifted yeah i found uh like brother O'Neill is a very very much gifted church planter also who is uh, planted more than 10 churches and uh, so far i know he is going to baptize uh, more than 50 people this month and other villages where he able to plant a churches among the uh, Chantal tribal people's group because this is a people's group uh, they are animist. They worship the trees. They worship the sun, moon, and others. And they are totally blind, believe and practice. They never heard the gospels. But this amazing brother O'Neill, he able to reaching them and planting churches. And he also disciple many others. Like maybe later on we will uh, speak about brother Roby. He is a disciple of Pastor O'Neill, uh, whom he baptized I think five years back, and now he becoming a Church planter, he also planting churches, reaching villages. So that's the way our brother Pastor Onil is doing amazing work. Uh, his own area, planting churches, raising out, and also training others. I I really like Pastor Onil how he doing. He's not uh, himself as a church planter, but he's equipping others that they can be a church planter. So he put out his life to others. So that's the way the movement can grow. So I'm thankful oh, for his life. Hallelujah. Oh, well, you'd mentioned Pastor Robbie and uh, his story. We shared a little bit, one of our updates and uh, tell a little bit about just what is going on with him and Sita. Maybe you didn't read that. And this is a beautiful story of what God is doing. Hey, uh, Robbie actually adopted one people's group called uh, Paharia people groups, they are unreached, unengaged people's group. There is no churches, no gospel shared before. So he started to um, plant the churches there. And um, I think Pastor Mark as well, he mentioned a little bit in his story. I don't know if you read or not. Uh, we plan, uh, we uh, did a small project, uh, his area called Living Water Will Project, because when uh, Roby shared the gospel, there is a widow named Shita. Shita Pahari, she become believers. And uh, as a believer, she actually persecuted. How the persecution come? She actually, um, I will, uh, she actually um, forbidden to take the water from uh, water will uh, from his uh, neighborhood. And Robi started to pray about these things that how can we help uh, to Shita Pahari? And I share with Pastor Mark and we able to raise some funds. And I actually was there last week also to visit this village and Shita. And Shita got a water wheel. And uh, who are persecuted uh, to him, their water wheel actually become old. And Shita's one is new. 
And Shita welcome everyone who persecuted oh, again. He says, oh. hey, come, come, take the water. No problem. And they surprised. How Shita changed? And then Shita started to testimony. Shita says, well, I actually accept Christ. And Christ says, if anyone hit your one side of the mouth, another side you can pour, you know, that kind of things. Mm-hmm. So Shita showed the love of Jesus. Robi showed the love of Jesus. And now it's looked like almost whole village is following uh, Christ. And we are praying to see that through Robi and Shita Pahari, this whole village will be transformed. And neighborhood, like from two kilometers away, you remember we built a church by the leadership of Robi. And uh, now slowly the people is gathering there and they start worship and they become a nice fellowship. I am so encouraged to see how God is working through Mm. Uh, brother Roby's life. Thank you so wow. much for your support. Because of your support, Roby's able to work that kind of sassy things. Yes. Praise the Lord. This is just so good to hear. You know, this is really what it's about. We're called to go to all the nations with the gospel. That was Jesus's, you know, great commission, right? That's what he told us to do. Make disciples of all the nations. And it's so exciting to partner. We can't go to Bangladesh and we couldn't do this. We don't know the language. We don't know the culture. We wouldn't survive. <laughs> we would really be persecuted. But Lord, but this partnership allows us. And thank you, Pastor B, for just, you know, introducing us to names and and stories that just helps us get a better picture to be able to pray, to get excited about, you know, our support, the impact it's making and seeing thousands turning to Christ that have never heard of Jesus. But now they're hearing and church is being planted. And it I know it's it's what puts a smile on God because this is what we're called to do while we have breath as we're living on earth, you know, as God's followers. How can we pray for just give us one or two prayer points that we could pray for church, the church planners, as this section has been on that. And we'll wrap it up with that, Pastor B. I will say, like, first of all, thank you so much for your support. And uh, many of our brother and sister greatly appreciate what you are doing. And they are every day praying for you guys. Same way, I will say, please pray for our church planters. Uh, there are more church planters need to send uh, different places. So we really need your prayers. So this is the first things you can pray. Second thing, please pray uh, that we can uh, survive in the midst of the persecution, because right now there are a lot of things going on. Even coronavirus, one of the uh, things like uh, we stopped many things. So please pray for us that God can be with us all the time. Thank you so much. Yeah, that's great. We'll be remembering that, lifting those up to the Lord. Thank you, Pastor B. We love you. Thank you so much for the time. and. And just uh, your words, they've been a blessing to us. And may the Lord bless you. We bless you too. And uh, uh, we love you. And thank you so much. Thank you, Pastor B, for sharing with us about these amazing church planning pastors that we are supporting in Bangladesh. I often liken church planners to the Marines who are willing to go where few people are willing to go. Church planners, they are called of God, just like the Apostle Paul, to take God's love in the gospel to areas where God's love in the gospel have not yet reached. 
I pray the Lord has touched your heart with the resolve and the commitment and the dedication of these church planters that we're supporting that we've heard about today, who are taking the gospel and planting churches into the least reached areas throughout Bangladesh. Here's your action step of the day. Support a church planting pastor for $50 per month. $50 per month sends a church planting pastor into full-time gospel ministry. I realize that's hard to maybe comprehend. $50 isn't a huge amount of money to us, but believe me, to them, it's a paycheck that literally meets their critical needs and sends them into full-time gospel ministry. When you support, we will mail to you the profile of the church planting pastor you'll be supporting. This will help you pray for that pastor that you're supporting. We'll also email you a monthly update on what God is doing in the area where your pastor that you're supporting is serving. How exciting that God be using you to send a church planting pastor into full-time gospel ministry, reaching their country for Christ, and it's less than $2 per day. By the way, 100% of your $50 monthly gift will go to your church planting pastor. You say, how? Well, visionary Christians believe in our ministry so deeply, they cover all of the administrative costs, so everything you give goes. Thanks so much for being with us today. I pray you've been blessed and encouraged by what you've heard. Join us in our next episode as Pastor B will share with us how God is transforming the lives of so many young people in Bangladesh and how God is using women evangelists and church planners in ways that will just amaze you. Until then, may the Lord bless you. 